All right, this is news therapy. We get you some insights behind the psychology of uh, various news issues. Uh, very pleased to have joining us once again uh, from the uh, Juhian Counseling and Coaching Center, Dr. Juhian here in the studio. Hello. Hello. Well, we're going to talk about something interesting. Uh, a lot of people do this for fun. Uh, some people maybe take it a little bit more seriously. But uh, first, give us an introduction on this cultural trend of the rising popularity of mysticism and, and how that relates with psychology. Yes. So uh, recent reports show that mysticism is trending. Um, this and visits to astrology apps and websites has increased drastically recently. Uh, one of them, uh, called Medium Chat, reported that one of, there was a one hundred four percent increase in horoscope inquiries just in March. And other similar sites also reported the similar um, trends. So this is definitely. Um, mm. trending these days so we're talking about like the because we we have the zo the, the the chinese zodiac or the uh, asian zodiac uh, here with uh, the the years of birth and then whether you're you know a snake or tiger or or a uh, cow or sheep uh with with this uh astrology uh, we're talking about the, uh, the 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 astrology dealing with the stars and 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 like um whether you're Sagittarius or Capricorn and Cancer and, and some other, other things like tarot card readings? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. tarot card readings, all, but also like some of the Asian um, horoscopes. Those are also, also rising, rising in popularity. Yes. So what would be then the possible explanations as to why this has become more popular? Uh, it seems that this mysticism is providing some tools to, for people to cope with uncertainty and anxiety. And the fact that this popularity spiked in March shows that these Increased anxiety and uncertainty during the COVID pandemic mm. has increased interest in them. Now, uh, as a scientist yourself, uh, my, my assumption would be, oh my gosh, this is horrible. How, 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 these, how can these guys kind of like uh, follow this kind of voodoo type of uh, a thing? But is there a reason? Is, do, they, do people find some comfort in this? Is similarly to how people turn to religion in times of distress or um, stress? Uh, yes, I think mysticism provides some guidance, uh, especially in times of uncertainty and anxiety. Uh, people are seeking for uh, some guidance, but... Because this pandemic is so new to us, um, a lot of experts' advice are frequently changing and, like, needless to say, some political figures adding to the, those confusions. So people are quite anxious and trying to find guidance. And when you look at these mysticism advices, they provide quite an affirmative guidance. Mm. Like, there's no ifs, there's no uncertainties. So with this, they feel more assured and they feel right. less anxious. Like, uh, like, let's say hypothetically, um, you and I go to a, uh, a coffee shop to have a cup of coffee together. Um, maybe um, your personality will be, you know what, I always, I always get the, uh, the, the venti latte. Give me the venti latte. You know, I'm thirsty right now. But me, maybe I'm going to look at the menu and go, I need a cappuccino. There's a, the, the mocha looks good. Uh, maybe I want, the, you know, just a, a black Americano. So uh, for some people, they just don't like to be stuck in that position of, you know, how do I make the right decision? And this is sort of a, a kind of a nice psychological crutch to have to just say, I don't have to think about it. I just make a decision because they told me so. Yes, exactly. And even for those people who like know what they want to get, like venti latte at Starbucks, <laughs> for sure. Um, these days, they like many people are experiencing decision fatigue. That is like 
we have limited mental energy to make decisions. But even people who are, had quite certain decisions about small things like, oh, I go grocery shopping at this particular market, they're going through a lot of stress and lot, putting a lot of mental effort to make decisions because of COVID. Um, COVID-19 because like is this safe like is this appropriate to go outside yeah. these days and this puts us in a position where we want to save some energy making decisions and these mysticism can provide um, some yeah, crutches okay. for, to make So then it helps with the decision-making pop, uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, conundrum that people have. What about the idea of predicting the future, whether we're talking about you know, Nostradamus or uh, we used to have a time when it was very popular to go to these, uh, in Korean, the uh, Saju cafes, right? You go in, maybe you have, you're a couple, girlfriend, boyfriend, and you go in, and uh, what's our future going to look like together? Or another person goes, oh, what kind of job am I going to get? I just graduated from college. And a lot of people... actually put a lot of weight in there. I, again, I, I don't want to disparage anything, but there's no scientific evidence that they actually know what they're talking about. But how come it is so effective for people? Um, I think even if those fortune tellings are wrong sometimes, people find a ways to make, it, make sense of it. Um, one of the psychological um, phenomena that explains it is confirmation bias. Mm. So we have a predisposition to look at the information that confirms what we already believe to be true. So when we hear something from the fortune teller saying like, I don't know, you will meet someone special today. (laughs) Like whoever you meet that day, you will think, oh, this confirms my fortune tellers um, saying that I will meet someone special. So we have selective attention to what we see, which which makes us continually seek for mysticism advices. Another thing, A phenomena could be self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. So when we hear something that something will happen in our future, we tend to behave and work towards achieving or making such beliefs come true. So so the fortune teller's prophecy turns out to be true, even though that might have been our own effort to make it come true. And uh, that uh, can uh, be something that, again, I I think some people do it just as a matter of like, uh, it's a fun thing to do and and it's kind of cool to see how these guys think about things and if it comes true, that's that's amazing. If not, uh, yeah, it was just, you know, we just did it as kind of a joke. But uh, other people really take it seriously and I think there does cause a a little bit of um, vulnerabilities among people who may be more susceptible to getting scammed or, or, uh, you know, there may be some unscrupulous uh, people out there providing these services, charging exorbitant fees and uh, claiming to do things that obviously can't be done. But interestingly, I mean, as the final points here that uh, I see in the notes is that uh, normally a person like myself would say, okay, uh, psychiatrists or psychologists, uh, trained therapists, people who have MDs in this field, they would be complete, this would be completely abhorrent to them. Uh, Anything dealing with mysticism or astrology or or psychic readings would be something that they would not touch with a 10-foot pole. But um, there are actually some examples of mysticism actually being applied in the field of psychiatry. Uh, Yes. Um, One of the famous psychoanalysts named Carl Jung is has integrated astrology, myth, and this kind of mysticism into psychoanalysis. Uh, One example is a term that he um, dubbed named synchronicity. Mm. Um, So it describes a link between different events that seems causally not related and separate, but they in fact have some meaningful relationships. 
So he believed that we all have an inner potential or more maybe something we know familiar term is a fate that leads the external world events um, to become true, to make that potential become um, Yeah, make use of that potential. So this synchronicity, I think, has implications for not just people who are engaged in psychoanalysis, but for us in general to think about not just um, like explicit messages right. that we get from external events, um, but also think about like what these messages have for our lives and for maximizing our inner potentials. And on the whole, uh, in your view. If you have patients or people who are really uh, reliant or, or kind of dabble in, in uh, just getting horoscope readings, tarot card readings, um, it's not necessarily a harmful thing for them to do? Um, I think it depends. I think it needs some cautious approach. Um, sometimes it can definitely – I think maybe a good example is for those um, – who are very like, discouraged and feeling hopeless during these times, yeah. some, some fortune-telling like, oh, things will get better at the end of this year might give a very hopeful message. So I think at times like that, it can provide some hope for right. pe- discouraged people, but need to take it cautiously. Yeah, everything because, moderation in, yes. is key. Don't... don't uh, take out a second mortgage to, to pay your uh, uh, psychic reader or something. Better not. That's, 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 yeah. All right. Good advice as always. Uh, Dr. Ju, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you.